0: Hey everybody, I'm Cam Stewart with your fantasy sports news update here. The craziest two days of champion league soccer ever. First, Liverpool came back from a three to nothing aggregate deficit with four answer goals to beat Barcelona and shocked them yesterday in advance of the finals. It couldn't happen again, right? Uh, yeah, it actually did. Ajax had a three to nothing aggregate lead at the half today, but Tottenham scored two and then a crazy third goal late. into I'm sorry, second, second left in extra time to tie things up at three the Hotspur, they move on advancing on road goals after a 3-3 tie another miracle ending so it looked like both england teams would be out now they're both in all england champions league final liverpool needs tottenham absolutely nuts if we parlayed this we would own uh, extra property right now two baseball games getting close to going off the board guys in a few minutes 6-10 we got the white Sox and indians tribe minus 208 and a half lopez and bieber then at 635 Seattle taking on the New York Yankees all these early starts. Yankees minus 140, total nine and a half. Uh, Kikuchi versus Lasagna, he gets a spot start for the Yankees. Lots of afternoon ball this afternoon. Texas Rangers sluggy jo- Jory Gallo hitting his 100th home run today, but first player to hit 100 home runs before getting 100 singles. Hunter Pence had a grand slam as well as Texas came back to beat Pittsburgh 9-6. to six. The Phillies blank, the Cards 5 to nothing. Jared Eikhoff, the win, what a start. Eight innings of work, three hits, 4Ks. Nice game, Flaherty the loss. Brewers over the Nationals, 7-3 the final. Woodruff takes the win. Hader was saved number 10 for the Brew Crew. Arizona beating Tampa Bay 3-2 in 13 innings. And the Padres, they lead the Mets 3-2 in the bottom of the seventh. That's the lone current game on the go. Rest of the board, Seven o five baseball. Boston minus 300 at Baltimore, over under 8.5. Sale and Kashner. 707. Mini minus 115 against Toronto. Gibson, Guitars, and Thornton. 710. Angels minus 120 at Detroit. Skaggs and Boyd total eight. We got eight and a half. Uh 805 baseball action here. Miami and Chicago Cubs. The Cubbies minus 240. Urena versus Hendricks. 810. Royals and Houston. Astros minus 225. Over under 9. Lopez and Peacock. 8.40, San Fran at Colorado, cold one in Colorado, Rockies minus a buck, 59 and a half, and Gray, 10.07, Cincy in Oakland, A's minus 115. Gray and Anderson, total eight there, 10.10, Atlanta and LA, the Dodgers minus 220, total eight, Fulte and Kershaw. The Seattle Seahawks front runners to land pass rusher, Ziggy Ansah, according to the NFL Network, but the contract not yet finalized, and the Buffalo Bills also remaining interested in the sack artist. The 29-year-old recovering from off-season shoulder surgery, racked up 48 sacks in six seasons with Detroit, including 14 and a half back in 2015. Four-time Grey Cup winner, Ricky Ray, announcing his retirement from the CFL today. One of the most prolific passers in league history. He ends his career as just one of four quarterbacks with more than 60,000 passing yards, fifth all-time with 324 touchdowns. Two games, uh, two men have been convicted in college basketball corruption uh, trial today. Christian Dawkins and amateur hoop coach Merle Code have been convicted on a single bribery conspiracy count today after a two week trial that showed top college coaches were paid off to steer NBA bound athletes to favored handlers. There's also uh, acquitted on multiple charges there, and four assistant basketball coaches have pleaded guilty in connection with the scandal as well. They await sentencing. Two more in the NBA finals tonight. The doubleheader starts at eight o'clock Milwaukee and Boston. Bucks, eight and a half, total 220. We got uh, Bucks up three to one there. More good news for the Bucs. Malcolm Brogdon probable they could end the series tonight. Next up, good one here. 10.30, we got Golden State hosting Houston. Warriors minus six, 220 and a half. Uh, The best of seven series tied at two. Game seven in hockey tonight. San Jose hosting the Avalanche. Sharks now minus 145, over under five and a half. 9 p.m. start. Winner gets St. Louis. And Padraig Harrington, he gets his wish. Captains picks for the 2020 Ryder Cup cut from four to three. Tiger Woods at Bethpage Black today, scouting out the PGA Championship next week. And Tony Romo, a couple people betting him ten thousand to one that Byron Nelson gets started a little bit later on Thursday. We'll have DFS picks for you. We got game picks. Ken Danico coming up on the show. It's hour three. Gabe Morensi hosts Red Heat and Rage Radio. Coming up next, more hockey with Ken Danico and me and Gabe. Stick around, everybody.
1: All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game, Game time device. decisions.
2: All right, let's do
3: this. We're at the level three. Uh, uh, we will step up and in at join us. Uh, well, he joined us on the morning uh, show, but uh, we're talking about Game uh, 7. I'm going to fire off a Twitter poll right now, okay uh, because uh, our Twitter followers are never wrong. Uh, right? Never. <laughs> they actually did pick the Always Boston right. Ruins to beat the Leafs.
0: <laughs> of course they did. Who wins it, it, Game Seven. people, just because I NHL don't want prediction. Yeah, they'll be... What do you think? Sharks. I think it'll be uh, 65-35 SJ Sharky. That's what I'm thinking. I've got to believe S.J. Sharkey S. will be the J. pick. S.J. chop, chop,
3: chop, chomp. chomp,
4: chomp.
3: Right, It's out there. It's been done. Who wins game seven? Abs? I put the abs first, and then uh, S.J. Sharkey. <laughs> um, I don't know, dude. I'm all over the place. I'll admit it. I, before the series started, I said I thought Colorado could beat these guys. So here we are in seven games uh, right now. But... The, the resiliency that S.J. Sharkey and his Shark team has shown. And say what you will about Martin Jones. I mean, he's still here.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I know. Yeah. he'll, he, and he'll he show makes, up and make when saves he when he has to. Him to. That's, that's the thing. That's the thing. Grubauer's been great, too. Remember, Grubauer's got a... The thing about Grubauer I like, and I like these guys from, like, sport betting angles, players that left other teams. Remember, Grubauer... He played, uh, they pulled him. Holtby won that championship for them when he came back, when Washington won the Stanley Cup final. But Grubauer was really, really good until the playoffs. So a little bit of a chip on his shoulders. He wants to prove to people, hey, I can be a good goalie. So very interesting storylines there. Joe Thornton, Nathan McKinnon, too. Hey, man, it's going to be a great game. Colorado's faster. San Jose has the experience. San Jose's at home. Should be a great game.
3: And uh, we've got uh, NBA doubleheader here this evening. It's too bad. Because honestly, I'm not. Um, you know the Boston Celtic Milwaukee Buck game. I you know I think Milwaukee's going to blow them out. I, I do. I, I think it's going to be one of these like 118, 100 or I don't know. I think it's going to get away from them in the second half. Um, but the late game's going to be off the hook tonight. Houston and Golden State. So tonight, in other words, at ten thirty tonight, we've got some uh, big time viewing. Uh, Cam, late-night action tonight uh, going on with Golden State and Houston and uh, Game 7, Colorado and San Jose. I got to tell you, it's a pretty wide-open Stanley Cup playoffs right now, man. Uh, you know, it seems to me, I don't know, Boston should be favored, really. I mean, Boston seems to be the, yeah. uh, the most efficient team uh, right now, but we'll see if they can get past the Carolina Hurricanes.
0: I'll tell you something, Gabe, right now, whatever happens, I think I'm going to take St. Louis to go all the way. Just from what they saw against a very, very good Dallas team that can throw the kitchen sink at you, I really like what the Blues are doing. If they get any type of secondary scoring and Binnington doesn't get rattled, I can. I think they could beat Boston. I think they could beat Carolina, and I think they could beat the winner of Colorado and San Jose too. It's Blues time, buddy. That team's. Uh, that's why we don't bet on the Blues. It used to be our theme song, you know, a decade ago. But uh, things are changing now. Nobody expects it, and they're showing up. They're a very dangerous hockey team, man. And I think it'd be great for their organization. They've had a lot of heartbreak.
3: I don't know if I've been as wrong as I've been ever in the playoffs I've been this year in the sense that I remember years ago, man, I went 15 and one with the 16 playoff series is, yeah, it's unpredictable. Like, and you don't want me saying that I'm on your bandwagon because I'm the kiss of death. Yeah. I said, oh, Nashville or Dallas, whoever wins that series will, will go to the cup. Well, that didn't happen. It's <laughs> Nashville Cup bounce. Know,
4: exactly the only
0: reason done. I took Columbus Gabe, was because of the money. Like, you know what I mean? And them eating out Tampa Bay. It's been crazy. I'll buy the this stuff. Hawk, the to and Harvest pulled up today. And go
3: next.
1: and tsy radio and on your popular podcast providers
2: in the 2019 nfl draft they just finished up and you know they got new playbooks and they're starting to study and, and uh, for fantasy football enthusiasts and nfl betters you guys better start doing your homework as well because if you're serious about fantasy football or wagering on nfl futures or contests you guys know it's never too early to start prepping for this season and roto experts they've got you covered The NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the net. Davis Matic, Roto Experts, they provide NFL Dynasty season-long betting, best ball, and draft content every day of the year to give you an edge, regardless of the type of fantasy football you play. And also, they'll provide you with all the data and insight you need to be successful at the betting window. So save 10% now, rotoexperts.com, promo code FNTSY. 10% 10% off promo code FNTSY for the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at rotoexperts.com.
3: I look forward to jumping in, talking some NFL futures. Uh, we've been kicking the tires on a couple of these teams, but I'm ready to start pulling the trigger. Normally I don't like doing this this early, but I think there is going to be some big movement. Is Ken Danico ready to go, Sean? Uh, yes, he is. Good stuff. All right, Mr. Ken Danico returns to the program. Standing Cup uh, champion, MSG+. Plus. Former New Jersey Devil. Uh great Ken Danico. Ken, always a pleasure, my man. Thanks for joining us this morning. How you doing?
4: My pleasure, doing good guys. How are you?
3: All right, good stuff. So let me ask you right now, um, Charlie McAvoy, one game suspension. What you know, is it enough? Uh, what 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 do you make of the one game suspension here?
4: Well, I think it's appropriate. I mean certainly playoffs is multiplied a little bit as far as one game seems to be a little bit more in the past than it is in the regular season. But having said that, the the shame for the Columbus Blue Jackets, and it's a fast-paced game, and I hate being another guy dumping them on of the refs. Everything happens so quickly, you've got to make a split-second decision. We have the benefit of replays, but it should have been a five-minute major, and he should have been gone, and it could have... Possibly change the outcome of that game. Having said that, the Bruins did everything right and what they had to do to move on. Columbus didn't score in the two-minute power play that was assessed to Charlie McAvoy. But uh, certainly at the time, uh, the suspension right now does Columbus no good. Uh, They needed that five-minute major uh, called at the time. uh, Charlie McAvoy made contact to the head of Josh Anderson.
3: So let me ask you, Boston right now. Boston advances, and, they're, man, they're just so resilient. They're finding a way. Rask is playing great hockey for them uh, right now. And, and I guess it's fitting, right, for Grapes, Don Cherry, that his Bruins will now play at a bunch of jerks. Don really is getting mad about this, for real. And he doubled down. <laughs> he doubled down the other day, Ken. And first off, it was great, and he's like – he goes, I don't know how they found out about it down there. I said this here in Canada. <laughs> so, Bob's like, I don't know how they, did. He goes, they found it in Carolina. And so he said, you know you're wrong for doing the celebration stuff, because if you weren't, you'd be doing it in the playoffs. And then he doubled down on the fans. He said, oh, you're fans. He said, you're all a bunch of front runners. You, you get 13,000, but now you're getting 18,000. I consider you old school NHL. So I respect your opinion on this. Are they a bunch of jerks for celebrating? And what's your take on Don's take on this?
4: <laughs> well, well, look, I mean, this is a new day and age, obviously. And I've gone with the times maybe a little more than Don Cherry. And I <laughs> I like Don. He's, he's he's a character. I love characters. Certainly he's been around the game a long time. but. How he didn't think Carolina was going to hear about it? Has he uh, been informed that uh, social media and the internet is at an all-time high since 20 years ago, when a lot of stuff didn't get out at
2: the time? <laughs> You're lucky, Dave. <it> so didn't. <laughs> every
4: comment, everything, everything you say is going to be scrutinized. But no, look, they're having fun. They wanted to rally around something. They wanted their fans engaged. Yes, they needed their fans to be certainly more uh, into the team, and and yeah, they are. A, a group that certainly when you win in Carolina, they will come out and it's one of the best atmospheres there is right now come playoff time and I've heard already that uh, they've, the season ticket base has increased dramatically already because of the run they're on. I think it's great and important for hockey in Carolina. They won the Cup in 2006 and you saw the passion of their fans. But like a lot of markets, you have to be successful you have to win that's just the way it is i i only think there's a few markets like toronto's and montreal's that regardless they're going to go to the games because hockey's in their blood and it's a religion up in canada we know that but uh, i think it's fantastic and look they're having fun they've rallied around it they have an excellent hockey club and the fans love it so i'm all for it i've gone with the times during my playing days would I have probably <laughs> had an issue with it? Sure. And if we would have beaten them there, I probably would have done something in retaliation to mock them a little bit. But I love that. Exactly. Game, fans. But <laughs> if you <laughs> don't like it, don't, don't
3: lose to them, right? <laughs>
4: <That's another laughs> don't lose to them. Uh, exactly. Take it as a challenge. But they've had fun. They're doing a terrific job. And, and uh, I'm all for that. Because certainly, we know everything's changed a little bit, the dynamic of marketing and media and certainly players having a little bit of fun at the time
2: and you know ken uh, you know game seven again here tonight game seven last night uh, the numbers tell us certainly from a betting perspective no real home ice advantage here in this type of situation whether you're home ice or you're away it, it really it's almost 50 50 as you look at uh, the game seven Daddy here but talk to us from a player perspective i mean how important is home ice in a, in a game seven situation obviously it worked last night for st louis but colorado's got to go to san jose tonight what kind of edge do they have if any
4: well i i always look at game sevens as a coin toss and the team that you know maybe gets the better goaltending gets a break here or there we watched last night and it's been terrific the drama in these last have been remarkable in all the game sevens that we have had and i think three overtime games in Game 7. I think it's the first time in National Hockey League history that that has happened in the playoffs uh, in one season. So it's been intriguing. Uh, You go in there as the road team, and and you just say we want to play a simple game, and and that can be an advantage. We don't have to put on a show, find a way to win, obviously. But I would put a little... Bonus here in, in favor of San Jose Sharks from the standpoint. They're back home. They're in front of their fans. It's a rowdy crowd, and it can give you that little boost. You know, it's, it's all about the start, though, and if Colorado gets that first goal and can quiet the crowd and certainly put doubt in the Sharks' mind, I think that's important. I always think a game seven, it's more important for the road team to get that first goal. You fall behind, and it makes it that much more difficult because there's a lot of noise, there's a lot of things going on around you that uh, really gives the home team the momentum but in general not often you look at the blues they've been a better road team than home team that's why it was a coin toss yesterday they were dominant for the second and third period against dallas anyway out shooting them 31-4 that's why i thought the stars were going to win in overtime for sure because that's yeah, what happened <laughs>
3: <laughs> i said that last night the same thing I said, yeah, they're out shooting them like 52 to said I said, oh, hockey gods, uh, hockey gods, Dallas going to win.
4: <laughs> yeah, Ben Bishop was just remarkable. And then Dallas found their footing in the first overtime. A uh, couple of close calls. You give Bennington, the young goaltender, who has not really been through uh, this kind of drama, this kind of intensity, and certainly magnitude of the game. But he's been so good for the Blues all the way through. He makes a couple of big saves when Dallas did get their game going. And, the hometown hero, Patrick Maroon. So these playoffs, it's devastating. I, I tell you, going into a Game 7, uh, for a player, there is no better high, no better feeling. Now you have to channel your emotions and, and the old cliches, shift at a time and make sure you execute. But the high of going into a Game 7, I was fortunate enough to play in 12 of them. And wow. you can't believe. What was your record uh, The stomach's churning. Six
2: and six, mm. 500. <laughs> there
4: you go. My last game seven was a game seven Stanley Cup Finals 2003. And it was my last game I ever played. So not a bad way to go out, certainly. But no. uh, I was weaning down my career, and certainly my role was diminished a little as you get older. But I got back into a game seven, and I was nervous like a rookie. I just didn't want to be the cause of us losing. But – Certainly, it all worked out, and uh, but they're they're a lot of fun. But I feel bad, like when I have no uh, no rooting interest or skin in the game as far as watching Dallas and St. Louis. I get just pumped up and nervous for these guys watching that overtime, because I saw the look on Dallas's face after the loss. It's it's just uh, devastating that feeling, the yeah. from St. Louis. If you looked at the St. Louis crowd in overtime and every shot, every play, and it looked like every single one of them wanted to. Uh, one of those plain throw-up bags because they just couldn't take the pressure fill <laughs> their hometown team. They've finally, been good fans over the years too. And move
3: on. They, yeah, you know the Blues made the playoffs. <laughs> every... have... Let me ask you, Ken. I always wish we had more time. It's always a pleasure talking pucks with you, Ken Danico. It's really about two minutes, but I told you before we're kidding about your former arena and stuff. And I'm going over to the Middlelands today. When you guys, I know it's a weird question, but and I, I, I asked someone this, and they're like, That's, I, "I wonder too." When you guys were playing the Rangers, it's the playoffs and stuff. Did you guys have a police escort when you were driving into MSG? Did you leave earlier in the day? Did you have a police escort? Like, how did it work? Because you didn't want to get stuck in traffic for two hours. So did you guys have a cop, a state trooper in front of you? Like, did you guys have an escort on the team bus?
4: Uh, yes, we absolutely did. And uh, Lou Lambrillo, our general manager, my boss at the time for many years, had no stone, left no stone unturned, as they say, and certainly uh, He made some some calls. calls (laughs) He he made some calls, absolutely, and we had uh, in fact, we had a few state troopers, and I, I still know some of the guys today that Loved the love that duty because they were actually diehard Devils fans and they enjoyed it. So
3: that's great. We well, we got more time. We definitely got to talk about the old days, Ken. Love those old days. Yeah. <laughs>
4: nothing, nothing like nothing like rivalry zone. It's going to be great. I'll end quickly on this. The fact that we have both our teams uh, have the one, two picks in the draft this off season, so it's going to be fantastic. Rangers Devils. It's going to really. Amp up the uh, rivalry again, I believe.
3: It has. Okay, quickly, we got one minute. Bruins or Canes? Man, I hate the Boston. It's a strong word, but I'm tired. It is what it is. But I think they're probably going to beat the Carolina Hurricanes and go. Who do you got representing the East? Uh,
4: You know, again, I really hate predicting these playoffs because everybody's brackets or whatever you want to call it have been busted nobody's been right on these things the canes have that it factor i like to call it and that mojo going that it is so hard to go against them for me they they just have uh, something going on here now having said that the savvy and uh, the veteran leadership and the big time players and big game players boston has the way rask's playing it's going to be tough i favor the Bruins. I don't count the Canes out. Every time they go to the playoffs, which isn't often, they go further than two, three rounds. If you look at their history, they get in the playoffs, they go a long way. They don't just lose in the first round. And they've got that similar magic going on that they had in 2006 when they won the Cup with a team that was probably seventh, eighth best in the National Hockey League at the time on paper. So it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be a real tight series.
3: I remember it well. Rob Brindamore was on the team, Cam Ward. Um, Ken, it's always a pleasure, sir. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us.
4: My pleasure, guys. Anytime.
3: The great talking hockey uh, with, with Ken Danico. I, I don't know what's hmm. like a good comparison, Joe, like talking with Ken Danico. It's like, like we're talking with... Um, I don't know, like, uh, what's, a, what's a comparison of an athlete? I mean, a guy won three championships, been in the league, tough guy, you know, assistant captain type guy, you know what I mean? I like the, 12
2: not 12 game sevens.
3: Yeah. <laughs> 12 <laughs> game sevens in his career. I like how he didn't hesitate. That uh, was six and six. Yeah. He like, didn't hesitate. Yeah. Like, I figured he'd be like, the guy to like, ask. like six and like, six. Damn. <laughs> I like how he mentioned, damn. but hey, one of them was for the Stanley Cup in my last game. Not bad. <laughs>
2: Exactly, man.
3: Hey, fun stuff today, Joe. Good job, Colorado, buddy. Got to get out front. All right. Yep. Um, check out Joe online today for his picks. Check me at four. Milwaukee Golden State moneyline parlay. All right, let's do this thing. Level 3 continues. Game time decisions ready to the Radio Medicine Sports uh, Radio uh, Network uh, now on YouTube uh, as well. I just uh, put together my NBA DFS to line up. Eric Bledsoe, point guard. Clay Thompson, shooting guard. Chris Middleton, small forward. Power forward, Draymond Green. Center, Brooke Lopez. And uh, now I got some firepower here. Guard, Steph Curry, forward, Kevin Durant, utility, George, King of the Hill. Um, George Hill has actually been playing some good basketball. Uh, uh, Eric Bledsoe, Clay Thompson, Chris Middleton, Draymond Green, Brooke Lopez, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, George Hill. I'm missing some Houston exposure here, but uh, this is one lineup. I basically have a Milwaukee and a Golden State stack, the two teams that I think are going to win this evening. I think for DFS purposes, guys, it might be worth uh, a look. You know, you got to roll the dice sometimes with this stuff, but it doesn't cost you much to do it in that camp. I do think it could be a blowout tonight in this Milwaukee game. You know, into the fourth quarter, they sit the Greek freak. Middleton sits, Bledsoe sits, and then um, suddenly, you know, George Hill is on the court. Brooke Lopez is dunking the ball. You might even, you know, get into your Patty Connington's of the world and stuff like that. Some of the bench guys, so to speak. Uh, but uh, nevertheless, we'll get into the best bets. And I know you got a lot of golf uh, for us as well.
0: Yeah, I sure do. I've got got a couple golf teams that I'm working on uh, right now there, Gabe. And yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens in this tournament in Texas. And I was listening. It's good coming on the show with you and Renari, by the way. Great, great stuff with Ken Danico. know what I loved? Every time you cracked a joke, Danico in that deep voice. (laughs) 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 He was loving it, eh? It was uh, was just his laugh. It was awesome. Aussie, your producer. Thumbs up to everybody on on the morning show there. You guys are getting great guests, Gabe. Shout out to you and Ranieri for uh, knocking it down. That was great stuff with Ken Danico. Uh, For golf this week, I've learned this about this uh, tournament at the Byron Nelson, Gabe. Some guys are just like take a lot of pride where they're from and People from Texas are like that, you know. So I think uh, I want a little bit of exposure to some guys that I'm looking at that I that I might not take uh, before, or maybe kind of tend to be struggling a little bit, but can really get it back on track. Like for DFS purposes, a guy like Bo Hosler, he's seventy one hundred dollars. It's really really cheap, but he t- he'll t- he tends to play well in, in the tournaments in Texas, and I think he's going to be really motivated this week from a betting perspective too. He's Bo like one hundred 100 or one hundred twenty five to one. Yeah, big Bo Hosler. He went to the University of Texas, and that's kind of Ranieri's angle with Spieth. The problem is, Bo Hostler. They're both in not great form, but Jordan Spieth 18-1, and Bo Hostler's 125-1. He's also a hell of a lot cheaper at DFS. So, like guys like Ryan Palmer, he's from the state of Texas. Bo Hostler. Look at some of those guys. Uh, Jimmy Walker, another guy. Jimmy Walker hasn't been really playing great, you know, this year, but uh, he always tends to get together in these tournaments and he's peaking a little bit. So, guys, if you're playing DFS and you're really you know, struggling for that guy. Look for somebody from uh, from Texas. They really love to play well in front of their friends and family, and uh, they te- Texas guys seem to do well in Texas tournaments.
3: Well, what about Jordan Spieth? Is he ever going to uh, get on track? And you know, this is a course That's that he would thing, know extremely like, well.
0: Yeah, Ranieri likes Jordan Speed too. But do you re- say so Here's 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 the DraftKings board. Here he's the third highest paid guy. That's insane to me. Brooks Koepka, yes, that's justified, 11,400. Hideki Matsuyama, 11,000, not the best of form, but playing a hell of a lot better, doing way better than Jordan Spieth. Jordan Spieth is averaging 60 drafting points per tournament compared to Hideki, 75.6, and Kepka 79.3. So he's not even in their league right now when you're coming to that. He shouldn't be ahead of Leishman. He shouldn't be ahead of Patrick Reed. He shouldn't be ahead, I'd probably put him around the Brendan Grace, Rory Sabatini area between 9,000 and 9,200. I think, uh, but the Texas factor, again, he's another Longhorn, you know what I mean? And he'll be probably jacked up for this tournament, but the price doesn't correlate with his performance, Gabe. 18 to 1, he should be 30 to 1. I'd pay 9000 for him on DraftKings, not 10800 You get my vibe? He's just overpriced because of name value. Yeah,
3: You're exactly right. That's what it comes down to. I mean, the way that he's playing, I get it. He's been on this course uh, before uh many times he's from here etc but it doesn't mean he should be 18 to 1 it's just there's not enough value considering the way the guy's playing right now
0: yeah that's the thing so I'm going to avoid Jordan Spieth I know some people might take him uh I'm going to I'm going to pass on Jordan Spieth Uh, I like your boy Ranieri's pick of Mark Leishman but I kind of went uh like your route Gabe I went in the mid-grade route like I have a lot of guys between you know $7,000 and and uh, $9,000 in that mid-tier range, guys, it, from the betting perspective, 33 to like 50 and 60 to 1, I think, are going to do really well this week and a couple of flyers. So I'll give you my uh, – you want my golf lineup right now, buddy? And then we'll go into the, the bets and stuff like that? Or uh, you want it? Yeah, bring it on. Bring it okay, on. Okay, let's do it. So if we're going to start th- We're going to start things off with Sun M, Gabe. And uh, I think it's going to be a good week for him, 40 to 1. He's been one of the best players on tour this year. Before a missed cut at the RBC Heritage, he's finished 7th, 20th, and 31st. Uh, already five top 10s. That's pretty impressive, man. So the one thing we've learned about Sun Jm since coming up to the main tour is if he's in contention, he'll usually like not gag on the weekend and get you a top 10 to help you with tournaments. My favorite play of the week is Keith Mitchell. I think Keith Mitchell is going to be my probably my biggest bet to win. Uh, I think he has the perfect game for this type of course. He murders the golf ball uh, last tournament. Uh, eighth place he's been really good at the wells fargo also for a young guy a strong weekend 66 and a 69 for 84 fantasy points in his last tournament he also has has three top tens this year including a win so a young guy that knows how to finish too i think keith mitchell's a g- great play tonight next we're going to go with uh, charles howell the third all striking will be at a key in this tournament and charles howell the third other than a missed cut has been very very consistently strong 32nd at the Masters, 35th at the Players. So also kind of, you know, doing well in major tournaments as well. I think this course will be to his liking, where ball striking is at a premium. Then we're going to go to Ryan Palmer. I'm taking a Texas native. Ryan Palmer got back on track when he was teamed up. It's actually funny. He used to team up with his old buddy, Jordan Speeth, both uh, Texas guys. Speeth didn't make that uh, tag team tournament. He went with John and won. So it got his, his confidence back. He got a better partner. And they ended up winning that team competition at the Zurich Classic of New Orleans. Uh, three top tens and a win there. Not included. That win doesn't count because it has a partner. But he's playing a lot better and hit some putts there. So $8,000, I really, really like. A guy that people should be thinking about on a weekly basis is Trey Mullinex. Uh, he's always seems to be in the mix. T16, he's made 12 cuts this year. A very, very cheap price, too, at $7,600. In this field where we have good players playing in Europe, I also think Mullinex will do well. I think this price is amazing, Gabe. And the thing about him is, good for DFS purposes, because lots of, lots of birdies. That's the thing. Charles Howell, the third I mentioned. So my cheap option is Big Bo Hostler. Him, Mitchell, Palmer, Molyneux, Howell, and Hostler. And I made another team for you, Gabe, with our boy Booth, who I think will have a good week, too. Ryan Moore is a good pick, DFS, and top 5 and 10.
1: Game time decisions continue. As I love.
0: Joe Ranieri and Dane Martinez, weekday morning, 6 to 9, right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Get you caught up with the previous night's action and prep for the sport wagering day ahead. You can also watch the broadcast on YouTube or participate in the chat room or watch it on Periscope, Twitch TV, or countless other platforms. Become part of the show. Tune in for the entertainment, the knowledge, and the extra money they'll put in your pocket as make it rain with Joe Ranieri and Dane Martinez. But stay tuned for my boy Morenci at 9 o'clock to 12 on the morning after with Ranieri. Also, they'll put some money in your pockets, 9 to 12. Gabe,
3: I appreciate it, uh, Cam. So, man, I'm playing too many tickets. Actually, you know what? I crushed it last night, but uh, it's I, to the point where I was. Convinced. I could put you on a loop.
0: I could put you. I could put you on a loop. It's been like that all week. Hey, Cam, I'm cutting down trees. I got so many tickets. Well, if you're winning, having lots of tickets is great, and you had a good night. So, you know what? I'm not going to be your conscience tonight. Let it roll. If you're feeling it, well, if the you're feeling it. There's let a it go. little less
3: paper. A little less paper, but still, if you look, let's see. I don't it's even know how much I can stretch them all uh, out.
0: It looks about like I'm thinking about 20 pieces of paper there. Uh, maybe more. It looks pretty there's sick. A, there, there's a lot of them stuck together. I thought I had the over had in the Rocket thing. game
3: here, and I was convinced. I'm like, I'm like, didn't I play it? And I did it myself in a machine, and I'm like, no, nah, I don't lose these tickets either. I got them right in my pocket and stuff. I'm pretty good with it. Yeah, you gotta, uh, But I don't know. I play so much. Locked. I just did. I just did the math, and I didn't see to play it. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I didn't. I'll play it online here. I don't know, but let's get into the picks. Uh, that's why people are tuning in right now. Picks, 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 picks. Um, for the record, I just threw together my own uh, golf lineup. Okay, uh, uh,
2: Abraham nice. answer. I'd like to
0: hear it, please. Nice.
3: Yeah, Abraham answer. Hideki Matsuyama. I like that pick a lot, actually. Nice, Ryan Moore, Luke, Scott Piercy, Luke. Adam Shank, and uh, Michael Thompson.
0: It's a good lineup, man. You've been talking, you've been talking to Geoff off at night. I think some of those, a uh, couple of those guys. Those are some interesting guys you got there. Very the answer pick. I really, really like Gabe. I hate to say this, I know you got a lot of tickets. But at sixty-six to one, put like five or ten bucks on him. Like that's a good pick. He's been very, very close. He might come through. I just have other guys that I'm betting late. on, but I really want to put answer in. I'm not just <laughs> yeah. It is too late. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's too late. You can't go back. You could now. sprinkle that's online. You're not going back tonight. So you could, you could. I, I could put a little Bitcoin on you it. Could. could put a little Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you put some? Yeah, yeah. I, I like that idea. Actually, why don't you do some? Why don't you do some Bitcoin golfers? Sprinkle, sprinkle. A little Bitcoin. A little seasoning. <sighs> Um, so seen the dinner I made, uh, I, I, man, I, I should should had you over for spaghetti and meatballs. They were delicious, delicious. Spaghetti and meatballs, huh? Yeah, I told you. I even grated the cheese, the fine stuff. You got you know, grated cheese at the break. Yeah, I'm doing really well in the kitchen. I'm just finding leftovers and throwing things together. And uh, yeah, Portuguese Joe left me some good stuff in the fridge. I'm really gonna miss him. This guy guy buys high end groceries. I I'm not that type of guy. But continue. Yeah, what do you? Yeah, what, do you what, what else you got? Good for stuff
3: me? in the fridge. What do you mean he left? You can get stuff in the fridge. he gone. moved out like two months ago.
0: Yeah. So what? Know, are you but still the food that's still in like the fridge? Old cheeses. Of course I am. Yeah. Some things are still good. Things with with uh, no expiry dates. I eat. He left me a big wheel of parm <laughs> and, and some old sausage from his family. Great stuff.
3: Yeah. Well, the at least you haven't good. started a fire today.
0: I wish he left. I I wish he left me a bottle of uh, vodka. That would have been great. If I opened up the drawer and there was just booze. That would have been super. But he took that, left me cooking wine. (laughs) (laughs) Cooking wine. (laughs) He haven't drank it yet. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not that desperate. Uh, One night, though, you never know.
3: All right. Uh, So, as I was saying, it's funny you say that, though, actually, for the record, I think I might have uh, spaghetti and meat sauce for dinner tonight from Michael's. Excellent. Excellent choice. Excellent choice um yeah i don't i don't know it's like we're on a little like it's like a mini cnn uh, cnn delay I know. Uh, what's today going on? Or I,
0: I know gabe we do the show every day what's with the skype are these guys not paying their bills because uh, i feel like we're on like an extra second delay too i know it's frustrating as hell but we'll get through it we're almost there um
3: uh, all right um so let's get into the picks uh here um listen, I as I was saying, I don't it's not something I like doing laying 9 points. I generally don't do it, but you look at all these money line parlays, like last night's a classic example. Money line parlay, Toronto Raptors Denver Nuggets. Both these games were over by halftime. Right? So the money line exactly. parlay, ooh, I put $200 on it and paid 415. I could have put $200 and gotten back like uh, 715 if I would have just done a normal parlay. Correct. Sort of it's like He's, yep. These money line parlay cams in basketball are sort of like teasers in football. The old two-team seven-point teaser. It's like, ah, I could they cover it anyways? I didn't even need the stupid teaser, right? Or you just lose. And, guys, it's crazy, man, in the NBA playoffs. Mark Lawrence brought the number up. I don't know what he says, 35 and 12? or It's literally even more um, in which it's sort of like the NFL. The point spread doesn't matter, Cam. The team either wins outright or they get they yep. don't win. They get blown out. You know what I mean? Or they don't cover. And in the NFL last year, guys, eighty two percent of the time the point spread was irrelevant. I've always been telling people for years that point spreads are the biggest scam in gambling. Um they actually it really are. is. It's like and you, people people like they we debate it. Oh, I like it at six, but I don't like it at eight. Oh, it's too much yeah. at four and a half, but I liked it at three and a half. It's like whatever, dude, it's all a waste of time. It's like I said, it's like insurance. It doesn't mean anything. You pay for it. You're buying a point spread. And and then when you need it, it's not there for you, like insurance companies, right? You might as well just money line these games all it. the time. It's it's hard to do. But Jorge Gonzalez years ago was on top of that. It was one thing I give him credit for. I remember years ago he told me, I don't bet point spreads in NFL, only money lines. I said, really? Yeah. He goes, yeah. I don't. He goes, I exclusively bet money line in the NFL. He goes, if I like a favorite, I'll lay it minus two hundred. He goes, if I like the underdog, I'll take the money line. And he said, point spreads don't matter. And he was right years ahead of this, except it's really, really pertinent now. It's like eighty-two percent in the NFL, and it's like the same numbers in the NBA. Um, so Milwaukee. I get the feeling that this game is sort of like the Philly game in Toronto last night. It'll be, you know, they'll go back and forth for a little while, but eventually in Milwaukee, will get it going, guys. Milwaukee will get it going, and they're a great second-half team The Milwaukee Bucks. They don't let up. They like blowing teams out. Guys, I talked about it. They won, like, 49 games by double digits, like nearly a record. In the playoffs, guys, right now, they're 7-1 and against the freaking spread. They're seven and one against the spread, guys. All right, in the playoffs, they're nine and one against the spread. Their last ten games at home, they are covering machines. These guys. Um, I'm going to lay the nine with the Milwaukee Bucks. Then we get into the parlays. Bucks Warriors money line parlay minus one forty five. Uh, Bucks Red Sox Bucks money line Boston Red Sox parlay minus one thirty two. Chris Sale. Uh, Bucks money line parlay with uh, with uh, the Cubs. Um, Warriors money line parlayed with the Houston Astros. Uh, Warriors money line parlayed. The Astros one is plus 100. The Astros screwed me for my parlay last night. Uh, They're going to win tonight. Uh, Warriors money line, L.A. Dodgers, Clayton Kershaw on the hill, plus 102. And here's an interesting prop. I laid the minus 215 because I know it's going to win. The Milwaukee Bucks on the money line to win the second half, minus 215. Um, they're going to blow them out, and Boston's going to tap out in the fourth quarter. So to recap: Milwaukee Bucks minus nine, Bucks Warriors money line parlay minus one forty-five. Milwaukee Bucks Boston Red Sox uh, parlay, Bucks money line Red Sox parlay minus one thirty-two. Bucks money line Chicago Cubs parlay minus one thirty-seven. Warriors money line Houston Astros plus one hundred. Warriors. Uh, LA Dodgers uh Warriors money line Dodgers plus 102 Bucks second half money line minus 215 they didn't have a point spread for it they didn't had the money line um my props i really like this prop a lot guys gordon hayward's doing nothing all right gordon hayward's doing nothing, nothing. and he's going to do nothing tonight he'll get a couple of layups and he'll disappear he's a um he's a ghost. hayward will finish for like 6 or 8 points or something give me gordon hayward under 10 and a half um, give me uh, Giannis over 30 and a half. The guy wakes up and gets out of bed and has 38 points. Uh, James Harden, you know what? He, he's annoying. He takes a million shots, but I don't care. I'm, I'm betting him on a prop. So he's going to get there. Even on the road, he'll get over 35 and a half tonight. I absolutely love Kevin Durant over 31 and a half points tonight. Durant's going to be like a bad out of hell. He's going to be in a bad mood. He had a bad game the other night. And he scored Halo. 34. <laughs> like, like, yeah, like he's true. He's going to get it done tonight. Kevin Durant, over 31 and a half points. Steph Curry, same thing. Everyone's ragging on Curry. Oh, he's sucking. He scored 30 points the other night, guys. So his prop is 26 and a half tonight. Give me over Steph Curry. And Draymond Green to get a triple-double is plus 500. I'm rolling the dice on that. Uh, NHL hockey, I have the San Jose Sharks. A lot of picks. And that doesn't even include the uh, the over of the Rockets game, which I thought I bet or I'm considering betting. But, you know, as you can tell, Cam, I have a big portfolio as it is.
0: You sure do. As your financial advisor, I think the portfolio's full. It doesn't matter if you're missing one stock. You have uh, quite a few stocks there. So for me, my golf six pack, uh, I'm basically I could bet more guys, but I'm not going to do it. we got to stick to the six to make it work. Marenzi. I'm gonna take Henrik Stenson at 25 to one. I think uh, he's he's trending upward, and one out of a world class player, I think he's playing a lot better, and I like that price for him compared to guys like Jordan Spieth. I like Keith Mitchell the most at 33 to one. I think he's actually going to be uh, also on some top ten bets for him. I really really like his game for this course. Sunjai M at 40 to one is going to be a kid that's close to winning. I hope it comes this week because I'd really like to cash in. Ryan Palmer, Texas native, at 60. So those are only four bets. And I got two guys, Bo Hostler at 125 to 1, and Kramer Hickok, doing a little bit of research on him. He's 150 to 1, also a this guy. So my big bombs are Hostler and Hickok at 150 to 1. We're going with a two game parlay in baseball. I'm with you. I like what I've seen from Chris Sale, and uh, Clayton Kershaw has been fantastic. I pay minus 105 with Boston and the Dodgers. That's going to be parlayed. Hate to go against the Jays, but the Twins have been on fire. 25 cents with Gibson Guitars. And I like Sonny Gray in Cincinnati, after getting no hit last night, to come back against the A's at plus 100. NHL hockey action. Colorado plus a half puck, 60 minutes regulation. So if it's tied or they win, we win. Colorado money line plus 130. And this is the game that goes over the number. It's five and a half, Gabe. Uh, I have a feeling both teams are going to score, and they're really going to try to open it up. I think we get six goals tonight. I know the unders have been prevalent, but I think we get six or more tonight. So Colorado plus a half, and the over, five and a half, and SJ Sharkey and the Avalanche. Let's hope for a good one. I was tempted. I was tempted uh, by betting the
3: uh, the under, because I love those unders, but I didn't do it. And as you stated, it wouldn't surprise me if it was 3-3 and it went to overtime, time and it was a 4-3 final score, Yeah. or if it's a 2-2 game, 3-2 and an empty netters and it gets crazy uh late. Our poll question who wins game 7? We have 145 responses. 62% SJ Sharkey. 62% Sharks, 38% Avs. I'm on the Sharks. Good poll.
0: I play the Sharks. Yeah, I'm on the Avs, SJ, so, you know. I can't what do I call them, man? Andy the Avalanche. I don't know. Their their logos a Sasquatch. But yeah, I don't know. SJ Sharky could just sound so much better. SJ Sharky. Great mascot. that's a good name. I don't know, man. It should be a good game tonight. SJ should be a Sharky. good game tonight. Real good game. Sharky. Um
3: so yeah. yeah. Um looking looking at these props tonight, guys, we've been doing pretty well with the props uh, this week. It's been our bread and butter and we have a lot of tickets, but we've been winning, right? And this stuff's going to wind down, guys. You know, starting next, you know, starting this weekend, there's only going to be a basketball game a day. And then there won't be, like, we're getting to the point next week where there won't be basketball on. And the props, one thing, you know, I'm a big prop guy during the regular season in the NFL, as we know. And I'm successful at it, very successful at it. I don't do a ton of props in the NBA in the regular season due to the erraticness of playing time, blowouts, um and you know a long ass uh, season, eighty two games, you can really get burnt. Not to mention the numbers are freaking sharp. Okay, in the regular season, the thing is now in the playoffs, we're into the second round now. We it's sort of established cam rotations and playing time. You know what I mean? In, like it's true in the first yep, round before definitely. in the regular season, you're like, oh, take Van Fleet, man, he's only thirty nine hundred bucks, and he'll get you some production. You know, get you nineteen fantasy points or twenty four points. Now, it's like, whoa, Van Fleet only plays seven minutes. He's out of the loop. You know. Yeah. Six yeah, Raptors one are basket. playing. <laughs> one basket. I know. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah, I know if I'm betting on Gasol, he's getting 28 minutes, 32 minutes. I know tonight, these guys are on the freaking court. Like, Steph Curry, you know what I mean? He's going to be on the court tonight for 40 minutes. It's the the, the the legacy of the Warriors is on the line tonight. You know what I mean? Like, we bet these props in the playoffs. You sort of know... All right, they're going to be on the court. They're going to get the shots. And then it comes down to whether they make them or not. But to, re- to recap, guys, I laid the nine points with the Milwaukee Bucks. And I should note, and shout out to our boy Slick Picks from Boston, I should note I'm always wrong with Boston. I'm 0-4, my last four Boston picks. <laughs> that includes Liverpool because they're owned by them. But give me the Milwaukee Bucks, minus nine. Bucks Warriors, money line parlay, minus 145. Bucks Red Sox, uh, Bucks money line, Red Sox parlay. Cam mentioned it. Uh, Chris Sale, I think, is going to get back on track here a little bit. Uh, Jose Urena and the Miami Marlins are 1-18 in his last 19 starts in the month of April or May. Give me the Cubs parlayed with the Bucs on the money line. Warriors money line with the Astros. Warriors money line with Clayton Kershaw, who's 9-0 in his last night, starts against the Atlanta Braves. took a win the second half. Gordon Hayward under 10.5 points. Giannis over 30.5 points. Harden over 35.5 points. Durant over 31.5 points. Curry over 26 and a half. Now I remember why I didn't bet the over because I got all these over props. (laughs) Draymond Green, triple, double, plus 500. And dun, 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 dun. S.J. Sharkey.
0: Other than that, you're on your own. No change. (laughs) May the winners all be yours except for S.J. Sharkey. Sorry. I have have an avalanche uh, in my portfolio. I
3: feel like. Um, what? It's like there's a, there's a like thing in The, in the Simpsons got where so it's much like an MTV clip. Uh, it's like when Bart was in a boy band and there was like an MTV VJ chick and she's like, let's rock! Yo, yo! And the camera's still on her and she's like, all right. <laughs> I'm like, other than that, you're on your own. I'm like, oh man, there's still a minute left here. <laughs> yeah. Still got time. Kick, kick, Nick. All right, good job, Yang. Have a good one, Yank. May the winners be yours. Other than that, you're on your own. Later.